0: welcome back to another edition of the tweet show podcast on today's episode i'm going to recap and give you thoughts on week three of the nfl season so far there were some uh a couple good games some snoozers and all that so with that being said let's get uh let's give you uh, the recap of week three of the nfl So, obviously, like I said, there was a lot of snoozers, not many good games. Uh, There was a couple, like the Miami Dolphins and the um, Ravens-Patriots is sort of a good one. I mean, otherwise, really, there wasn't a whole lot of good games. So, like, you know, on on Sundays like these, we just go, all right, we just forget about this one and hope the next, whenever, next two weeks, you know, when week five comes around, there's a bunch of great games, you know, stuff like that. So, we just... We just, you know, as football fans, we accept. It's like, all right, bad football. It happens. So let's uh, let's dive into it Sunday. And let's talk. Let's start with the uh, Ravens. Or not the Ravens, but the Raiders and Titans game. So I guess some of my thoughts are on this one. The uh, Obviously, the Raiders are the only 0-3 team in the NFL so far. Not a great start if you're a uh, Raiders fan. Or just the Raiders in general, because I feel like if you look at your roster, on just you know, and on paper, they should be like they should be better than zero and three. But honestly, they're zero and three. They're three losses coming into the coming to the Chargers, the Cardinals, and the Titans. You know, all three are decent teams. I mean, obviously, the Titans and Cardinals are not. I mean, they kind of blew the Cardinals one. They should probably probably should have won that. So at least they should be one and two. Like they always have like these good halves. Like the Raiders will have like one good half for every game. So like they had one, they had a bad half the first half in the Chargers game. They played bad, and then the second half they played good and try to come back and win. And obviously they just came a bit short. They had a good half. They had a good first half in the, you know, in the Cardinals game. But then obviously they had a bad second half, and that's why they lost. And then first half sucked. Second half was great. So it's like, ooh, it's they just need to like. Somehow they need to pull it together and play two good halves instead of just one good half. So Josh McDaniels and Derek Carr got some work to do on that. And, like, I guess for the Titans side of things, obviously um, getting Derek Henry involved today was good. He had uh, 20 carries for 85 yards. So it was, like, it was good to get him more involved in the offense, I think. Obviously, like, the Titans are i guess still good i don't know like their whole division is just like nobody's really nobody really in their division is really sticking out but like obviously the jaguars are sticking out a bit but we'll get to the jaguars in a minute like it's just i don't know i'm not gonna waste my time and trying to tell you guys like oh the titans are just like you know they're slow or you know they probably should have won this game, or I don't even remember. I don't even remember who they played week one. I remember they got destroyed by the Bills on Monday night. I don't remember who they played on month or week one. Who did they play on week one? I'm trying to think, who did they play week one? I don't even remember who they played week one. All right, hold on, let's figure this out because I oh they played the Giants. That's right, they lost to the Giants because okay, that's right because um the Giants went for on further the two point conversion. That's right. Okay, so I mean I don't want to really want to give it to more, you know, it's just like, like, I'm like, you know, we were going to preseason football and we were talking about everybody was, you know, in the off season, everybody was like, Oh, you know, that AFC West is going to be like the toughest division. Like on paper. Yeah. It looks like it. Cause you got the Chiefs, chargers Raiders and Broncos all improving their team during the off season. And it's like, well, and now the results are kind of showing that maybe it's not the best division. I'd like, I need to see a bit more football to like evaluate who's got the best division because like i don't know who's got true i truly don't know who's got the best division maybe that's me maybe, maybe. might be a poll question on twitter for for my tw- or for my twitter account i'll be like all right who's got the best best division because i'm starting to think it might not be the afc west i guess it could be oh gosh like the afc south's not good the afc east maybe i don't know that's a that's an interesting one cuz obviously you got the Bills and Dolphins and like the Patriots are meh and then and the Jets are the Jets they're they're bad but like they're not terrible bad I guess. And you got the what AFC North maybe might be the best division because you got the Bengals but they're obviously one and two so being I mean you got to play some more games and we can evaluate who's got the best division but I guess right now like it's just let's see AFC North's right up there I think but I would probably go AFC North I think you still gotta say the AFC West, maybe the NFC West too. Even though the, the Seattle's pretty bad, but yeah, we'll just go with those three divisions as the uh, current best ones. So yeah, okay, let's move on here to the uh, Chiefs and Colts game. This was this was definitely a game that everybody was like, Oh, I don't like the points. You know, looking at the point spread, like, Ooh, really, it's five and it's at you know, it's at the Colts. The Colts have had some tough breaks, but like at the same time they kind of have looked bad, so it's kind of it's kind of a weird one for sure. I didn't like, I didn't really know what to expect from this game. Like I thought either the Colts were gonna win in an ugly game, like which it was, or the Chiefs were gonna blow them out. It was, was Potentially, what might have happened because like Matt Ryan still didn't play that well. Like, he had what two fumbles? There was like so many turnovers in this game, it was kind of crazy. Um, Patrick Mahomes was 20 of 35 for 262, one touchdown, one interception. Matt Ryan was 27 of 37 for 222, two touchdowns. He didn't throw a pick, but I know I damn know well he threw, he like fumbled it. Yeah, he fumbled it twice, but only lost it once, so can't have that happen. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, Who else fumbled. I was just mad. I feel like there was, I don't know. There was just a lot of fumbles. There was like, yeah, there was two fumbles from each team. Guy Moore fumbled. He lost it. Somebody else from the Kansas City Chiefs fumbled it, but he recovered it. And then somebody else lost it, but recovered it. So, yeah. Or I guess, oh, no, he got it. from. Okay, that's a defensive player. No, never mind. So, yeah, there was two fumbles from each team. Yeah, it's just I still don't really. I'm still not. I'm still not confident in the Colts. I, that may be all right. They still might win the division because that division is trash. But like, I don't know. It's it's hard to say because like I feel like the Colts like they do certain things well. But like if Matt Ryan continues to sort of play bad in the like they're like the Colts defense is actually pretty solid once they get like what is it Shaquille Barrett or no what's it Shaquille. Leonard get back, you know, if he, what's it, is that his name? I always forget his name. It's, um, it's, cause he changed his name. This is now Shaquille instead of Shaq Barrett. Yeah. Is it Shaq Barrett? Um, no, I'm just, no, I'm curious. Hold on. Shaquille. Oh, Shaquille Leonard. I don't know why I thought it was Barrett. That was weird. Shaquille Leonard. Once he gets back though, obviously helped their defense a lot. And it's like, I don't know. It's kind of interesting to see how, the Colts' season is going to play out because I don't know what their next couple games look like. Let's look at the Colts' next three games here, see what their uh, schedule looks like. Because now they're 1-1-1. One, one and one. They've tied, lost, and won. So, if, so they might tie against the Titans, which would be such an AFC South thing to do if they would tie with the Titans next week. They would lose to the Broncos and then beat the Jags, even though they already lost to the Jags. Got the Titans, Broncos, and Titan Jaguars their next three games, and the uh, looks like the um that's the um October sixth. Oh, that's a Thursday night game. So they got a Thursday night game between the Broncos. So yeah, I I like I said, I really don't know what to expect from the Colts moving forward. But like for the Chiefs on the Chiefs side of things, obviously like we kind of talked about, I might have talked about this previously on the podcast. Like their offense is still like it's still the Chiefs, and they can still move the ball around but it's like they still don't have Tyreek Hill and they still don't have that explosive playmaker in a sense. So it's like Patrick Mahomes is just having to like, you know, the NFL world is finally just doing two high safety looks and letting everything, nothing nothing behind them and nothing gets beat behind them, you know, stuff like that. They're just like, all right, we're just going to play. You just throw the like the 10, you know, the five-yard completion and we'll, we'll allow that. So, I mean, they're... I think they'd rather have the five and complete, the 5-yard completions than the you know, 15-yard completions behind deep balls, you know. You know, that's what Tyreek Hill does for, did for them and then obviously Tyreek got traded. So obviously like the Chiefs like you know on Thursday night they looked good offense and then that Cardinals game they looked good, but just today I guess again, again like I said the Colts defense is you know pretty solid and I think they hung around with them. He's made enough plays to slow down that Chiefs offense. But, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, like, I'm still going to buy in on the Chiefs offense, still going to be explosive. Obviously, they still got Travis Kelsey and Juju's. Juju's doing all right. Is need to get um, some more other guys to get going, like Nicole Harmon. I think he needs to play a little bit better. But, yeah, I think I'm not going to panic on the Chiefs. I mean, that's obviously their first loss of the season, so it doesn't matter. Uh, Let's move on here to the Bills and Dolphins. Yeah, it's just, oh, do you guys, yeah, the, the, like the, the top of the, you know, the top story is that, that um, Bill's offensive coordinator, is it Ken Dorsey, like he just fucking freaked out when they ran out of time because like one of the Bill's players didn't get out of bounds and then, you know, they could try to clock the ball and he just started freaking the fuck out. He grabbed everything, just started smashing all the papers and tablets and all that and then. I was like oh my god dude chill out But obviously it's like It is what it is And this is my thing with the Bills I've always said this I think they're a juggernaut and they're really good Obviously Josh Allen had Was 42 of 63 for 400 yards And two touchdowns But their run game is not there Now granted it says that they ran For 115 yards But like Josh Allen was 8 carries for 47 Zach Zach Moss Four carries, 46. Singletary, nine nine carries, 13 yards. Their run game's not there. And I think that eventually they're going to have to, like, either Zach Moss or Devin Singletary is going to have to, like, step up, run the ball well for them. Obviously, the Dolphins didn't really run the ball any better. But, like, the Bills are, like, the Super Bowl favorites. So, like, like there's going to be a common time and place where they need to run the ball and not have to rely on Josh Allen to run the ball for them because obviously we never want Josh Allen to get hurt because he's such a good player, and we want to see him continue to play at a high level. It's, it's just, you know, it, Zach Moss, like, he was, Zach Moss is lo- longest, so out of those four carries, his one carry was for 43 yards. So really, he had a bad game. Like, he only had one good run, and that was it. It's Yeah, like I said, they they got to do something about that. I gotta do something about the run because I'm surprised that like the Dolphins like kind of slow down Stefan Diggs a bit because obviously they got some really good corners and then Xavier Howard and is there somebody else? I'm trying to think of who else is on the. I'm just trying to think who else is on the um, Bills um, defense here. Is that um, Byron Jones? Is he still on the Dolphins? Maybe I don't know, but anyways, like. J.M. Waddle had a good game. I guess he had four catches for 102 yards. That's a solid game. Tyree Hill was only limited to two catches for 33 yards, and that's actually really good for the Bills. I like it. typically, if you like, if you would have saw these stats, you're like, oh wow, Tyreek Oh, you know, Tyree only had two catches for 33 yards. You'd think, well, the Bill, the Dolphins probably lost. Well, nope, they uh, just hung in there and they just relied on the defense to make plays, in which they did, and they hold the Bills to 19 points, and they got the win. So that's all, really all that's all matters. Tua having that one touchdown, and then also we could talk about how Tua, like how the Dolphins kind of just swept underneath that rug of Tua not having a concussion and couldn't even know it kind of looked like he did. So I don't know what the NFL is going to do about that. Probably nothing. I don't know. It just seems weird how Tua looked like he was – you know out of place and he was like gone and the next thing you know he's like he just happens to be okay and comes back in like in the second half which is kind of weird but it is what it is and they just you guess, the Dolphins are just gonna have to like I don't think anything serious is gonna happen I mean they might get fined maybe if they you know if the NFL and NFLPA you know their investigations and all that but uh anyways uh Let's see. Let's check out the Dolphins and Bills next schedule or their schedule here. So the Dolphins or the Bills next three are the Ravens, Steelers and Chiefs. Oh, they got the Packers the following week. The next four are pretty they're pretty pretty tough. A little tough here. They got the Ravens, they're tough. Chiefs are tough, the Packers are tough, you know, I think they're frauds, but we'll get to the Packers later. Um, but let's check out the Dolphins here. The Dolphins schedule, I think like I saw On social media earlier, like their dolphin, like the Dolphins look, like schedule looks pretty, pretty easy. Like they go to add the Jets, so that's next Sunday. They got the Jets, Vikings, Steelers, Detroit, Bears, Browns, Texans, and then the last, like the back half is like a bit more tougher. But like obviously the Bengals game is gonna be tough. On Thursday, but like the following, following the Bengals game is going to be, they're going to be favorite in a lot of these games, like the Jets, the, potentially the Vikings, Steelers, Lions, Bears, Browns, Texans. So, I mean, they could, it was like if they get past the Bengals and they win that game, I think the Bills, or not the Bills, but the Dolphins could definitely be like, I don't know, like let's see, 10, like 8 and 2, right? Let's see how many games is that. One two three four five six seven eight. Or actually, yeah, it'd be six and two, making that what? Um, that's six games. One two three four five six seven eight. I'm not a math guy, so I'm trying to figure this out. So if they win like their next three and zero right now, they win. It'd be nine. nine and what nine and two nine and two let's say they're nine and two that's pretty good uh, i mean hell they could just run the table and be like 11 and oh who knows i mean the dolphins are like the dolphin schedule is pretty favorable like they could run the table and win a bunch of games and like hell they might even get like if this like you know once they get to the niners once they face the niners they might even be like a one seed at that point because it's gonna be like in december oh my crazy crazy stuff going on in miami but that uh, um but anyways let's move on here uh, we had the next game as the um, Detroit sadly lost as they lose 28-24 to the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, you just hate to see it for, uh, you know, for the Detroit, because I thought, I was like, oh, Detroit's probably going to win, because they looked like they were the better team today, but obviously they weren't. I mean, Kirk Cousins, you know, he um, he threw a lot of checkdowns. He didn't really, like, make any throws. Like, the only th- the only pass play that went, like, past, like, 10 yards was at that. Uh, was it, KJ, the guy who caught the winning touchdown. And he ended up, that was like the longest pass he threw all day. I was like, oh, well, oh, there you go. Jared Goff and the Lions, they played pretty well. I mean, Matt, or Dan Campbell, I thought it was really aggressive until like obviously they were aggressive where they uh, decided to kick a field goal when it was like fourth and five or fourth and four or something like that. And they was like, all right, let's just kick the field goal. And obviously they miss, but obviously things change. The story is today that it, they probably should have went for it. But but if he makes it, nobody nobody's gonna care. And it's like, oh, the man, Dan Campbell's really aggressive. And that's why they won today. But obviously, it's it's not the case. They lost because of potentially that field goal and then helping the Vikings. I mean, they, I don't even know, like, if they wouldn't even have gotten the fourth down, like the Vikings still would have had a good field position. This is like, you know, they were like four of six on fourth down, which is crazy good. Like they went for it on, they went for it six times. That's that's a lot. I mean, I thought. Brandon Staley was aggressive. thing. like Dan Campbell really was trying to get the win. So, so props to the uh, props to the Vike or props to Detroit for competing. Obviously, they just did, the, did themselves like the Lions usually do, blow a lead as always. You know, typical Lions st- uh, style. Even though I am sort of rooting for the Lions this year because like they're they're a real good story. It's a good story. Obviously, Dan Campbell, like they got some young talented players. I'm not gonna lie, like Adrian Hudson. Mont St. Brown, DeAndre Swift, the guy. I don't know. There's some really talented players on Detroit, so let's uh, let's keep our eyes on Detroit, even though they're one and two. But let's keep our eyes on them. They're going to be an interesting team in the, for sure in the NFC uh, playoffs, or not playoffs, but just in general. They're going to be a tough team to beat. All right, we got the next game. Uh, Ravens and Patriots. Yeah, I didn't really watch too much of this, but, like, I guess I would probably say it's, like, You know, if you're a Patriots fan, you might have some concerns, obviously, because Mac Jones got hurt. You're like, oh, man, Mac Jones got hurt. Obviously, we never want to see anybody getting injured. But Mac Jones didn't really play well. He had three interceptions, which is not good. Not good whatsoever. You never want a quarterback throwing three interceptions. He didn't even throw a touchdown, but he's had, like, 300 yards passing, which is, I guess, good. But, like, you still threw the three picks even against, like, a, a Ravens defense that isn't that good. Like, I don't think the Ravens defense hasn't played well so like is like on the Ravens like like the Ravens did a good job of turning the ball over but like they also let Matt Jones throw for 300 yards and I don't think he's that type of quarterback that can just throw for 300 yards like four consecutive or five consecutive games or something like that or close to that number so the Ravens got some work to do on the uh, defensive side of things but on like Lamar but Lamar obviously played out of his played pretty well today. He uh, was uh, 18 of 29 for 2 eight, 218, four touchdowns, one pick. But he had uh, like uh, 11 carries for 107 yards, one touchdown. So basically, he had five total touchdowns today. He played out of his mind. So obviously, if this was like college football, he'd be like. The Heisman, he'd be like the Heisman winner in September. Obviously, him and Jalen Hurts are like the MVP runner or candidates for sure. They're playing really well. Uh, I don't know the uh, speaking of. Let's go back to Mac Jones. I don't know the uh, injury update on him yet. I don't think they have come out, but like it looked kind of bad on his ankle. Obviously, he was having to be like carried off, and like there was that picture go- going around on the internet of him crying as he's leaving for the locker room. So. Like I said, it wasn't a good day. But Devontae Parker had five receptions for 156. So, uh, shout out to uh, Devontae Parker for having a good game. Sheesh. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, like, the Ravens are good. But, like, their defense still needs work. Like, their defense isn't that that great. So, hopefully uh, the Eagles, or not the Eagles, but the uh, Ravens figured out their defense here. Let's just figure out the um, Patriots' next couple games here. Because if they're going to... if Mac Jones ends up having to miss a couple games here. So they got the Packers next week. They got the Lions, the Browns, and the Bears as their next uh, four games. And they should be, there's, obviously, two out of the four are going to be winnable. Three out of the four, maybe, with the Browns. But either way or no, the Browns are pretty good. Like, obviously, you can get two wins between Detroit and the Bears potentially, obviously the Bears are probably going to be you could probably beat the Bears easily. But again, we don't. Let's just say he has to miss these four games. I would think that Brian Hoyer could probably get a win against the Bears and maybe potentially the Lions. But yeah, it's going to be a rough four games potentially for the um for the pay, for the Pats. So we're going to keep our eyes out on Mac Jones injury status. There still hasn't been an update yet. Adam Schefter hasn't reported about his injury yet. So we'll keep our eyes out on that. All right, next game we got the Bengals and Jets. Um, Joe Burrow and the Bengals finally get their first win of the season, getting back on track. Obviously, this is a must. Say this was basically a must-win game for them because if they can't, you can't start the season 0 and three like the Raiders. So, you know, we you don't want that just you know on that on your mind. So, getting the win there. There's still a couple things you got to think about if you're a Bengals fan. Like obviously Joe Burrow, obviously he only got sacked twice, so that's good. Yeah, three touchdowns, good. He didn't have any um, turnovers, which is good. Like, you know, if they just continue to play well, I think, you know, if they just, you know, continue to um, play at this type of level, like they like they know they should and can, I think they'll be fine. The rest of the season, they've got to get a couple more wins to get, like, really really get going here. Let's check out their next couple games, because, like, their next game was on Thursday when they had to play the Miami Dolphins, and that's going to be a tough game for sure. Cause the Dolphins are going to be. Um, the Dolphins are hot. They're a hot team, obviously. And it's like. So let's see. They got the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Saints, and the Falcons, and the Browns in the next five games. So, I mean, e- they could easily win three of their next f- three out of the two in the next five games. They could go at least three for two, being like, oh, what? Again, I'm really bad at math. So let's just not. Nah, I'm not even going to try it. So, I mean, yeah, they could. Let's say they lose to the Dolphins because the Dolphins are just on a hot streak. But they let's say they beat the Ravens. That's a win. Let's gets them to, um, what, there would be one and three there, two and three, three and three against the Saints, four and three against the Falcons, five and three. So actually, they beat five and three after they beat the Browns because I'm assuming they're going to beat the Browns on Monday night on Halloween. Uh, but yeah, the Jets um, obviously are, looks like they're going to get Zach Wilson back here pretty soon. Joe Flacco, like I said, he had his he had his one good game against the Browns, and obviously he came back down to earth. Throwing, God, he threw it for fifty-two times. Why is Joe Flacco throwing the ball fifty-two times? <laughs> he should never be throwing the ball fifty-two times. Yeah, that's I feel like that was not a really good sign of recipe if you're gonna let Joe th- Joe Flacco cook if you're gonna let him throw it fifty-two times. Real good recipe of success there. Um, I thought the Jets defense actually did some good things. After like that first quarter, in fact, they did a better job of defending the Bengals. It's just that their offense couldn't score any points. I think the Jets will be all right rest of the season. Not gonna be good, but they'll probably get a couple more wins. I don't know what their schedule looks like. I don't, I don't feel like doing that one. Okay, let's uh, do the Eagles and Commanders. There isn't really there isn't really a whole lot to say besides the Eagles might be the best team in the NFC. And the commanders kind of staying. Carson Wentz did not play good whatsoever. He got sacked like what eight times, I think or nine maybe. I don't. Hold on, let me look it up. Let's see. Carson Wentz got sacked nine times. Oof, that's bad. Then throw a touchdown. How would they even score? Okay, so they got. I, I saw because I, you know, I was flipping through the games and I saw the score and I saw the two points. I was like how would they get two points? They get a safety or is that a correct? Or is that like a maybe it was like a. A typo. I was like, oh, maybe it's a typo. Maybe they have 20 instead of the instead of two. I was, like, really confused on that for a second. And then I was like, oh, they. Don't. let me see. I generally don't know how they got that two points, so I'm kind of curious and how they got the two points. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, okay. Yep, they got a safety. Okay. First play in the fourth quarter, they got a safety. Looky there. Who would have thought? And then, obviously, they got a. Touchdown late in the fourth quarter. So, yeah, the score ended up being 24-8. Like I said, the, the the commanders did not look good whatsoever. Jalen Hurts obviously playing really well. Like I said, he's in the September MVP conversation. He already probably won MVP just by playing really well in September. Just like in college football, we always give the Heisman out in September. It's like, oh, like, you know, what was it? Leonard Fournette won the Heisman in September, like, when he was in LSU you always find these like guys that play really well September's like, oh, yep, hi, he's going to win the Heisman. And we always forget, really going to win the Heisman, the guys that typically win it every year. I mean, there's always a couple guys that come out of nowhere and win it. But anyways, um, what else we got? Who else is next? What's, who's next? All right, we got the Panthers and Saints. This one was a, sort of like a snoozer, too. Obviously, Chris McCaffrey played well. The Saints did not play well whatsoever. Jameis had another rough game uh he had 300 yards that's good he can still throw it but he still had the two picks like he's just not playing well because of his whole back situation i mean props to um uh, panthers for winning though i mean baker finally getting a win obviously uh the panthers the panthers really needed that one for sure because like you know everybody was kind of just shitting on the panthers like oh they're they're bad again and like everybody was just kind of just like what's wrong with the Panthers and all that. It's just, it was just not good from the start. All right. I'm sure you don't want me to do too much deep dive into that game, so we'll just move on. I mean, also, Matt Rule was almost good. If he would have lost this game, I feel like his seat would have definitely got way, way hotter. Like, his seat was, like, it was warm. Like, it was hot. It was, like, more lukewarm, hotish. But Like, if he would have lost the Saints starting 0-3, it would have been hot, hot. So, uh, good for, um... Matt Rule for not going 0-3 to start the season. So the uh, Chargers got upsetted by the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they got pretty um, beat up. 38-10 was the final score, Jaguars. So um, we as a uh, football fans and NFL fans need to uh, recognize that um, the Jacksonville Jaguars might be good at football. They just might be good. We don't know just yet, but they might be good at football. It's still... Still to be determined if they're going to be good at football, actually. So we'll figure that out in the uh, next couple games if the Jacksonville Jaguars are good. I mean, they look good. Obviously, they scored 38 points and beat Trevor Lawrence pretty... I mean, they beat Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, beat up on the Chargers pretty well. And obviously, they beat the Colts handily 24-0. So it's like maybe Jacksonville might be good. Now, the real test is going to be up against the Eagles, and that might be just a loss. I mean, they're going to be... I think the Eagles are just better, but I mean, if they beat the Eagles, we might, I was, you know, I joke, I I made this comment to my cousin, and this is going to be like an outlandish take, and it might be, and you can say that I'm stupid for saying this, but I think Jacksonville might be like this year's Cincinnati Bengals of last year. Now, I don't think they're going to go to the Super Bowl whatsoever, but they could definitely make the playoffs because like I said, this, their division is garbage. They can easily win a couple of games. Like, if they to beat the Colts again, I mean, they got, like, a, okay, so let's look at their schedule here. So I got the Eagles. That's a tough one. Let's just say they lose that one. So they're 2-2. Two and two. But they get the Texans the following week. That's probably going to be a win. The Texans are terrible. Colts, I'll say they already beat the Colts, but this could be at Indianapolis. So that, let's just say they lo- they lose there. So that makes them 3-2. and two. They go to the, they go home, back home for the Giants. That could be a win. That's 4-3. and three. Or no. Yeah. No, four and two, actually. Yeah, yeah, four and two. Let's say they're four and two. And then they got the Broncos. That's, I mean, obviously the Broncos haven't looked terribly great, but let's just say, um, let's. Oh, you know what? This is, I'm giving them a loss there. I'm going to assume the Broncos get back on more on track. But yeah, I mean, they got a fairly. Easy. They could win. They could win eight games. They could win eight games. I could see eight. I got some. I could see eight. I could definitely say Jacksonville wins eight games here at least. At least eight. But yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be a tough team to beat for sure. They're not gonna be like the easy wins you typically get. But like I said, we got to see more from Jacksonville. We got to see continue to uh, play well. Obviously, they played well these very these last two. But obviously, let's see that continue. Let's see that consistency. All right. uh, Let's see. But here, let's talk about the uh, Chargers real quick before I move on. So for the charge. Chargers, Obviously, Justin Herbert's been—he was banged up. He was, like—I just felt like the Justin Herbert didn't really play well as I expected because, obviously, if his uh, ribs only scored in 10 points, I feel like— I was, like, uh, just, like, one of these games, you just kind of just go, well, I mean, Justin was hurt. You know, what did you do expect from us? Uh, like, you know, it is what it is. I feel like, you know, if you're a Chargers fan, you kind of just got to let this one go. It's like, eh, it happens. It happens once in a while because— now that I, I also saw today they are going to lose their left tackle slate for the rest of the year just to an injury. You hate to see that. Obviously, you want to make sure that Justin Herbert stays protected and obviously going to lose a key offensive lineman, and that's not good for Justin. Um, Joey Bosa left the game, but I don't know what his status is just yet. Um, I think somebody else left. Oh, well, Keenan Allen didn't play either, so I feel like that. Like, Keenan Allen is like a – sort of a contributor to that offense. Like, they got a couple of injuries. So, if they get Joey and Keenan Allen back for the next game, I think the Chargers will be fine. Like, a, like long-term, just the Chargers will be fine. Short-term, and we might have a bit, some concerns about the Chargers here moving forward. All right, moving on to the uh, next, last three games here. We got the uh, Falcons and Seahawks. Like, there isn't really much to say. Gino, I mean, Gino actually played pretty decent, but, like, it's just that at the end... He threw the pick, sealed the sealed the win for the Falcons. and Cordell Patterson played out of his mind again. So like Seattle's not gonna be good. I don't think rest of the season. Like they like Gino has his moments. Like Gino obviously like like he looked good for like maybe like two or three play two or three drives. Like it's like all right, Gino doing good. And then the next year, you know you're like oh Gino, you're like no Gino, no. Why did you do that? Ugh, it was Mariota and. I feel like Mariota now is sort of limited to to what he can do because I feel like he's just he can't throw the ball deep. I feel like and he's still sort of athletic enough where he can run the ball, but it's just I feel like Mariota's is sort of limited to what to his ability abilities are as a quarterback. So I don't know if they're ever gonna make the change. I doubt it because I think Mariota's slightly still better than Desmond Redder. I think Deshaun Render will be a fine quarterback in the future, I think. But just for now, I think they're going to be fine just sticking out and like holding on to um, Marcus Mariota cuz he had like well, he was 13 to 20, 229, 115, one touchdown, one interception. Uh Cordell, like I said, had 17 carries for 141. He was out of he played out of his mind today. That's for sure. Uh, Kyle Pitts finally got involved. So uh, shout out to the uh, Falcons for finally getting Kyle Pitts involved. Like, I have him in fantasy, and I was just like, give him the ball. He's your second best player or the best player, depending on who you think is better between Cardell and him. But anyway, he's like your top two best player. Throw him the ball. Just give him the ball. like any, any cost, you could throw a screen, deep ball, short route. Just don't care. Give him the ball. Uh DK and Tyler Lockett still are playing a decent pretty high level for them. Uh it's just you know, it's just oh it really it just all depends on how Gino's gonna play for them that day. So I mean all right, so I'm gonna go back here for a second. I gotta play I gotta talk about my Bears. I kinda skipped over them for a second. Um so okay. So obviously the Bears won. So they're two and one now. They're two and zero oh at home. So we managed to win all our games at home, I think. Obviously, our first three games have been pretty pretty easy. We've played the Niners, the Packers, and the Texans, so that's two easy wins there. Obviously, the Packers are tough because they're always the Packers, and they're always going to beat us. But anyways, uh, it was just, I don't know. I, okay, so Khalil Herbert played out of his mind. He played great. He had 20 carries for 157 yards, two touchdowns, played great. Justin on the hand did not play great. And obviously he admitted it, which is good. I want him to understand that he did not play good. Like I want him to succeed and I always want him to succeed, but it's just, uh, today was not a good day for Justin. I don't know what it was. And I get it. He doesn't have any good weapons like Darnell Mooney and Cole command and, his uh, and St. Brown, the other St. Brown, he played his brother plays for the Bears. Just aren't it. Like they're all like second or third string or fifth string wide, wide receivers on any other team. But for the Bears they're second and first stringers. They're first stringers. So it's just we are just so committed to the run, it's not even funny. Like Justin like has like these good moments where he throws a really good ball and then he scrambles and he runs for like 10 yards for that first down, but there are other moments where you go, "Wow, Justin, that was kind of a" bad throw you made there and look again we got a cap room this offseason maybe we can spend some money on a wide receiver if there's a wide receiver available this offseason so I just I don't want to give up on Justin just yet because like I said we got to give him actual weapons maybe we even draft a wide receiver in the draft this year too like we just got to give him sort of a baseline like if we actually give him like a top wide receiver I feel then we can under then we can truly evaluate how good he is like if he's good or not and like I said, he just hasn't played terribly great. Like in the first, like in the Packers game, he threw for 70 yards. Today, he threw for like what? 106? Let me look at his stats because, like I said, he did not play well. He was 8 of 17. For 106 yards, two interceptions. So like, oh, I don't know. It's it's tough. It's really tough. Cause like I said, I kind I like Justin. I hope he does well, but it's just like I said, the offense has n- it's not there. And this was always been the thing about during the offseason. season. Everybody's just like, yeah, your offense stinks. Like, like I know, but like maybe Justin could just make some magic. And sort of he sort of does. And I mean. We're not going to apologize for being two and one, but we're also going. We might be one of the worst two and one teams out there. But anyways, we're like I said, we're not going to apologize for being two and one. A win's a win, regardless of whoever you faced. Uh, for the Texans, like I said, they stink. Davis Davis Mills. I don't think he's the future. You're going to probably find another quarterback in this year's draft class between either like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. So. But again, and again, if Justin Fields keeps playing bad, we might have to go after one of them, but again, we're not going to because I'm gonna keep trusting in Justin Fields. Also, shout out to uh Roquan Smith for playing out of his mind, helping us get in that win, getting that pick to help us seal the deal at the end there. Um, yeah, obviously, okay, so I was telling, like, I said, I was telling this to my cousin who was obviously a Vikings fan, and I was just like, he's like, Oh wow, the Bears are they good? I'm like, No. They're not good. They just got to win against a terrible Texans team. That's and was, he's like, "Who do you got next?" I'm like, "Well, our next three games are the Giants, the Vikings, and the Commanders." Like, "Oh, that's easy. You guys can get like two wins there." I'm like, "Well, we could realistically, we could, but I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. I like, I, I, could see it. I could see, I could definitely see it happen. We could be like five and two somehow by, by, by the time we play the Commanders, if we beat the Commanders, we could somehow be five and two. Like, I don't know." It's just like, are we good? Are we not good? I don't know. It's just, I don't know what to, I don't, oh my goodness. Like, I would just, I'd be like confused and be like, are we good? Or are we just, Are we just played bad teams and we haven't played anybody good? Because like the following week, after that, we have the Patriots. Then we get, then we start playing some good competition. Like the Dolphins are good. Obviously Detroit might be a win. That might be a loss there. Detroit's good. The Falcons might be a win. The Jets, I don't know. And then we get, then we get the tough ones like Green Bay, the Eagles, the Bills, again the Lions, and then the Vikings. So we might lose our ne- like our last five games. We might just lose them all. It's, it's fine, but like I okay. So this is okay. Like I've said this before and I on this end. It's on the Bears. I've always said that the Bears were going to be bad this year, but I thought potentially the Bears could win that best six, six and seven, six maybe win six, maybe win seven. At worst case, they could win four. I was like they're going to win between four to six games, depending on you know. Who they're playing that, that week. It's just it all depends. I guess really it now I guess it all depends on Justin Fields and how he's gonna play. Like if our run game's gonna play bad, we gotta have Justin just take over. So I don't know. Now I'm like now I'm convinced that the Bears can be five and two at the by the time we play the com, after we beat the commander. Like when we play the commanders, I'm convinced after the next three games we're gonna be five and two somehow. I don't know how. I don't wanna have faith, but now I'm starting to have faith again. <laughs> Okay, let's finish. Okay, let's wrap up. Rams, Cardinals, uh, 2012. Um, Cardinals obviously did not. I mean, Kyler played okay. It's like the Cardinals defense actually played pretty solid. Like after like that first quarter, it's like, oh, the Rams basically won that game. And then obviously the Cardinals defense actually stepped up. It's just that the car, like the Rams defense can always, like just, Aaron Donald just like, just plays out of his mind, just keeps dominating that Cardinals offense, like Cardinals often just never has success against these Rams and like they're like the defense for the cards, like actually played pretty solid. It's just, you know, the Rams were just a bit too much for an on defense and Kyler just had like a rough day. I'm sure the Cardinals will bounce back whoever they're playing next week. So obviously the Rams getting the win here after almost blowing in because it's against the Falcons and then obviously losing to the Rams in week one is just, was just a good win to get, get them back on track obviously they got they're still a super bowl contender i think like it's just what we saw in week 1 was just like the bills are just in a different level and i'm maybe the rams can catch up to that level but for now uh the rams got some still got some work to do anyways all righty who do we got left we got the um okay so we got two games left here All right, we got the packers and bill on the box this one oh my god this i barely pay attention to this one i was more entertained by the uh, by the um Slightly more entertained to the Falcons and Seahawks and the uh, Cardinals and Rams games than I was to this one. This one was a snoozer. Both teams sucked. Like, the Packers got off to, like, a slightly hot start going, you know, it was 14-3 second quarter. It was like, oh, well, I guess the Packers just might win. And then they didn't score a single point the rest of the game. And then, like, again, like, okay, so the Bucs' defense is still really good, I think, and it's just – the Bucks offense, like okay, so we're gonna we're just gonna take we're gonna look at this game. We're just gonna go remember that the Bucks didn't have any of their players. They didn't have Mike Evans, they didn't have Chris Godwin, they didn't have Julio Jones. So we're just gonna be like, All right, this game never existed. This game never happened. We're just gonna flush down the toilet. If you're a Bucks fan, you just gotta let this be like, All right, we almost won. We did all we could with all the scrap with all the practice squad members we had. You know, it's just like what are you supposed to do? You had all these practice squad members like Cole Beasley came in this week and now he's playing. And then you got Russell Gage. And then you got, I'm like Scotty Miller. I mean, just like team, like wide receivers that you typically don't see on the, on the field, typically as much. Like think they might come in a couple plays here and there, but like, they're not the main focus guys. You got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and officer Chris Godwin still injured, but we don't know his status yet. So we got to see, I think he'll be back maybe in three more weeks. I don't know. But, but it's like, Obviously, Mike Evans was suspended because he got into a fight with Marcus Lattimore. So, like I said, I think we just kind of just. But yet again, the Bucs offense hasn't looked that good. But yet again, they haven't had their, all their pieces in one game. It's just, I don't know. It's it's interesting. So maybe we are slightly. Maybe the Bucs offense isn't that good. And the Bucs defense is good. And this is sort of. Tom's But yet again, if I say this, Tom's going to go off for like next five games and like have like an MVP season or something like that. But Maybe this is the uh, telltale sign that maybe Brady can't do it at again. Maybe he just hasn't playing. Maybe this is the uh, decline that Max Kellerman was talking about five years ago or seven or however long that was. I don't remember, but maybe Max was right. But no, I still think the Packers are frauds. Like their defense, like. Like if I okay, like if we play this game again, I think the I think the Bucks would win. Like if the both teams were healthy, so nobody was injured, I think the Bucks win. I I truly think so. I think they win by ten. I just don't think the Packers defense is that good. I just don't. I think they're frauds. are always frauds. They're always frauds. There's always something wrong with that defense. There's always something wrong. And I've I've come to the conclusion like they're okay. They're good. I don't want to say they're like the worst defense in the world, but like like they, there's like. Everybody's just like, oh, you know, these Packers, this Packers defense is really good. They're like a top ten team. They're a top ten defense. All this, all that. And they're like really good. You know, it's like, well, they are, but there's always flaws. There's are flaws to this defense. The run game got destroyed by the Bears. And if you think about it, like if, like if Tom Brady would have had Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, I feel like Tom Brady would just would have sh- just would have shredded that defense. Like there are some there's the Packers defense isn't all that good. There are definitely some flaws to this team, especially the offense. Like their offense sucks. Their offense so sucks. Aaron Rodgers can't throw a fucking football to his wide receivers because his wide receivers stink. They all stink. Packers are so fraud. There's no way they're going to win. Them. There's no way they're going to win a Super Bowl this year. If anybody thinks they're going to win a Super Bowl this year, they're wrong. I'm willing to put it out there that the Bay Packers have no shot at winning the Super Bowl this year. There's no way. Now, am I being biased because I hate the Packers? Absolutely. I don't care. But let's be honest. I don't think they're going to. Like I said, their offense isn't that good because they can't pass. can't throw it because they got all these practice squad players, even though shout out Shadow Lazard, he's not a practice squad. He's he's good. He's good. He's a good player. But anyways, it's just there's just not good. They're not good. Trust me on this. The Packers won't win the Super Bowl. And somebody clips this somehow and just goes, oh, wow. Chandler was really salty on the Packers after the Bucks game. And he's like, oh, they have no shot at winning the Super Bowl. And then, like, watch him go to, like, Super Bowl and all this. I'm like, well, look, at the time, they looked really bad. And they still are. I'm, I'm just going to put an asterisk on that Super Bowl, like, Mickey Mouse Championship. <laughs> I'm going to find every way to like spend it my way to somehow like the packers like cheated their way to that super bowl okay uh let's wrap up here with the last game of the night this also was a snoozer and i I was like oh my god like i said we talked about this in the top of the show it's like these are the this is the week we just we just say hey it happens everybody there's always that one week where it was a bad week for football but so obviously jimmy g getting the start again after trey lands injuring his ankle and uh, Russell Wilson and the Broncos also uh, not looking good on offense. Nobody really looked good on offense last night. That's for sure. Um, it's just like obviously we all we all saw. The, oh, okay. Hold on. I want to talk about this real quick. This is mm-hmm. kind of going to tie into everything. So obviously we saw the uh, Jimmy G play where you know he he stepped out of the end, stepped out of bounds at the back of the end zone. So, AKA he Lasky, did the Olaski play. Dan Olaski. Play where you know Dan ran on the back of the end ran along the side of the back of the end zone. Jared Allen's coming for his ass, and Jared Allen's like, "Oh my god, he stepped out of bounds." I guess like here's the thing: like, why are you calling that play? I feel like Jimmy G shouldn't be doing it like a five star five step drop back to throw a screen pass to somebody. But yet again, if he would have thrown that and he didn't step out of bounds, that would have been a pick six. So, two like he's lucky. It's actually a it was a safety. So. Like, I feel like that's on Kyle Shanahan for calling that play. So, I feel like either Kyle Shanahan is really, really tanking this season. So, that way he can just get rid of Jimmy G. He's like, fuck Jimmy G. I hate him. I don't want this guy on my fucking team anymore. <laughs> he can't do anything. Uh, but, yeah, it was just, like, it was just a bad day for Jimmy G. Like, he had a good game. He had a decent game against the Seahawks. But, yet again, the Seahawks stink. So, but, yet again, let's that's, that's, – um, Let's take a step back here and let just an acknowledge that the Broncos defense is legit. I think they're pretty legit. I think they're really good. But it's just, yeah. I mean, we all know Jimmy G's limit, limitations. We all know he's, he can't throw the ball deep. We all know he makes dumb decisions. And yet again, he hasn't played. I mean, like, he generally thought he wasn't going to be on the team anymore and then he was gonna, wasn't going to pick up that playbook. I mean, it's just, but like, we got to, like, I don't know, we don't need to defend him, but like, eh, well, maybe let's just say that, you know, he's got a few excuses. I would say we'll just say that. Well, he's got a few things. It's like, oh, well, you know, he did this, did that, all this. You know, the Niners are just a quarterback situation. It's just sort of a mess anyway. So, okay, uh, the Broncos side of things. Obviously, Broncos offense has not looked good, and I am sorry to my Broncos, uh, uh, my cousin's boyfriend. I'm sorry that you have to uh, see your Broncos play this bad. Like, their offense is just not that good. I don't know. Like, if it's Russell, I don't know if it's Nathan Hackman or if it's Nathan Nathaniel Hackman, Hackett, you know, it's just – or maybe it's both, and I don't know. But, like, they look – I mean, they actually had, like, one decent drive. It was where Russell Wilson finally, like – just say, all right, fucking give me the fucking ball, and I'll show you what Russell Wilson does. So, like, there was a just, uh, you know, there a one good drive, you know, where they finally scored the touchdown. But otherwise, that whole game was just punts, 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 and punts. No team looked good out there. Like both defenses played out of their minds, but like, like the offense, like the Niners actually had like one good drive, and then after that, they did, they just did nothing on offense. So. This Was definitely a defensive, uh, defensive battle for sure. So maybe Russell Wilson, the Broncos, this was maybe there was that drive that really like sparks their offense a bit and really gets them going and you know stuff like that. <sighs> it's just like I said, it was just a snoozer. It was like, whoever's like, I was like, ever seen a football game going 11 10? Ever seen that before? I feel like that's the baseball score 11 10. Who would have thought? That's a weird ass score because they what because they, they try to go for two to get the uh, extra to make it a three point game and obviously they didn't get it so it makes it eleven ten but yeah that's a weird ass score I guess that happened is the score has happened before back in like two thousand eight when the Pittsburgh Steelers played the Chargers this score has happened before I was like really this score this score has happened who would have thought not me that's for sure all right so yeah this was uh, week three of the NFL and uh, I can't wait for week four as always so. Um, all right, so let's just wrap up the show here with a couple things on um, the show. So my uh, my NFL bets, I didn't – I should have placed some of these bets, but I won I, – I gave you three my my best – my six best bets in, in the NFL. I had the Eagles minus six and a half. That was a winner. The Raiders minus one and a half was a loser. The Lions plus six was a winner. The Tampa Bay, Green Bay under 42 was a winner. The Falcons, Seahawks under – 42 was a loser. Uh, the Ravens pads under 43 was a loser. So I went three for three. So if you took any of those uh, bets there and you said, wow, thanks, Chan for the uh, bets, you're welcome. But if you uh, took one of the losers, I'm sorry. I apologize. I will try and do better. But I mean, three, three is not bad. It was a 500. I was 500. So uh, let's. OK, so on Tuesday or Wednesday show, I'm going to have an episode on Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm going to do like sort of a uh, review and um thoughts on some tv like some documentary in a tv show on hulu called welcome to wrexham where's it's it's that um ryan reynolds and uh, the guy who plays charlie on on always sunny they bought a soccer club and i'm really watched the first two episodes so far so i'm gonna try and watch some more and really give you some my um thoughts and all that on welcome to wrexham because i think so far it's been really good and i'm trying to you know the first two episodes like never mind i don't want to get. I'm going to start reviewing it. And uh, then we're going to um, I would probably do some um, thoughts on the uh, whole NBA news thing because there's been some NBA news been going on here recently with the whole Sun- Phoenix Suns. I probably should have mentioned it on Friday's show, but I just forgot, like, recording-wise, I just, it didn't happen why I was recording it. So, okay, so we'll do the uh, Phoenix Suns owner selling the team and then the Boston Celtics uh, coach having sex and being suspended for the entire season. So, yeah. We'll do that on a Mon- or on Tuesday or Wednesday show for sure. So yeah. Okay. So with that being said, I think that's pretty much it. I was going to cover. So I appreciate everybody listening. So make sure you go to uh, subscribe to the uh, podcast, wherever you may listen to this, tell your friends about it subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to on Apple, Spotify, Amazon music, you know, whatever, whatever you're listening to this on. And also go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Okay. If you're just going to see, you're just going to see some more videos. But like I said, I'm going to try and get more content out there for the YouTube. And then also make sure you uh, subscribe to the TikTok account. I'll put all this information on the uh, episode description. So if you just go to your like just you know, where it says like episode description and all that. I'll put like links and stuff, all that on that. And uh, make sure, like I said, so YouTube, TikTok, and there's also a Twitter, which is at tweet show. So T-W-E-D-T show and you'll find me on twitter and i mean most i mean i'm most mainly on a lot of these social media platforms so go ahead and uh, make sure you follow me on those and uh, i'll see you guys um, tuesday or wednesday for sure so with that being said i hope you guys have a good day and i will see you next time